Yo, all right, podcast world. So today is uh, today is Tuesday. It's about four fifteen in the afternoon. It's May like the seventeenth or the eighteenth or nineteenth. I don't know what day it is. But actually, let me look real quick. May the eighteenth. I got a fucking iWatch, and I forget that it has a time and date on it. When I'm doing these podcasts, so I forget. I forget. I I look at my watch all day. And uh, it's a good little thing. Like, I've talked about it in the past. I actually enjoy this watch. I got the case for it. I clean it, like, every two or three days. Uh, but what I really want from the watch is the ability to watch a little bit of movies. Uh, or just, like, YouTube clips. Uh, that would be dope. But anyways, anyways, that's getting off topic here. I'm going to start this episode right now. I do not know when I'll get finish with it but hopefully before the end of the week because I want to talk about there's two things now that I'm going to talk about this episode and perhaps it's going to spill over even to the the next episode because I don't know I I really shouldn't even be starting it but I'm going to start it because I don't want to uh, get so far behind that I'm going to have to like jam out to do this like Friday and actually I know I was doing it pretty much every Monday but somehow the schedule got flipped up, and now we're like trying to get in, get it done on Fridays. Um, but I don't even give a fuck. Like I'm trying to do it still like one a week, one every other week. Like three episodes a month is not a lot. Four episodes is plenty. Uh, one episode kind of be, you know, you guys forget about me. But for those of you that are listening, I got a couple things we're gonna talk about because. Um, I think I can binge watch one thing. Uh, that's Castlevania season four. Uh, and so far, I've watched the first two episodes, and I'm completely again. That Castlevania is fucking good, man. I mean, I, I want to go back and watch it because I'm gonna end up probably rewatching it with my girlfriend um, from season one all the way through it's fucking good I I, want to watch it again I know that uh, what's going on so basically let me give you the rundown of what's what is my overall thoughts of what's happening since Dracula died and Alucard killed him off in you know season 3 it created a power vacuum between the vampires that were the uh, Camila and all of them As I chug down some fucking water. Some quality H2O. Deluge from Arco. Which isn't a bad water anyways. I think season 1 and 2 had to do mostly with Dracula. They killed him off in season 2. Season 3 happened. It created a power vacuum. And now... The world that is... I don't know... What land they're in. Castlevania land. It created a power vacuum. And it, it and it just create it just created chaos for the land. Much limit like I see that this is a parody of what's happening in the Middle East. If you don't pay attention to anything, Castlevania it could have been similar to like Saddam Hussein or or any of these other major dictators out there. You know, we took out Saddam Hussein, for example, the blonde haired blue eyed guy that plays. Uh, Trevor Belmont it actually sounds like a real American name he takes out Dracula they take out Dracula and Alucard and Alucard is just not who Dracula once was he doesn't rule with the iron fist and things of the nature Dracula had the whole land under his thumb it was controlled it was unchaotic it was livable even though he was killing people much like Saddam Hussein. And I kind of put him... Dracula as being like a Saddam Hussein-esque figure. What does it... Not... It's it kind of... It's similar. Maybe he's even an uh, uh, Osama Bin Laden-esque figure. But I don't, not entirely. But... They killed him. And it fucking sent the whole land into fucking disarray. And... From what I can tell that in season three... They just fucking... Open the floodgates. And in this season four, pretty much the land is a mess. The whole land is a mess. And people 
are trying to bring Dracula back. Much to the chagrin of Camila and all and everybody else, you know. Camila wants to rule the world, but I don't think that's gonna happen. She seems too villainous. And I think when it gets down when it gets down to the nuts and bolts, they're gonna bring back Dracula. And I you can see why. They want to kill off and just herd the humans into like being just meals, but I don't think that's gonna that that'll never happen. Uh, Trevor Belmont is lurking and he hasn't met Camila yet, but I think he can go toe to toe. Alucard is my wild is my wild card in the whole bunch because I think he's getting a taste of what was what life was like being Dracula. Like he didn't really want to bother anybody he didn't really wasn't really in anybody's way doing anything and now these people show up periodically to his and he has to kill them because they see that he's got a power that they cannot obtain or they want to take it from him or kill him for no reason and it, I think it's slowly pissing him off and he's probably going to come to regret the decision of killing his dad Perhaps he should have joined his dad, but his dad, but Al- Dracula was in a war path all on his own. So I'm gonna binge watch this. I'm gonna end, like I said, I'm gonna end up get, picking this back up. But I was gonna talk. This is this episode is gonna be about two things, and maybe I'm gonna talk a little bit about what I really want to get to before I wrap this up, or actually not before not before I wrap it. I'm gonna have to watch because I think there's like ten or thirteen episodes of Castlevania, and I've already watched two, so I'm gonna try to watch like. Three or four of them tonight. Three of them, or four of them tomorrow, and uh, you know, just try to finish it off before the end of the week, so I can wrap up this ep- this podcast episode. And also, before we even get, to, I reset up my iPad. I got it. I'm using it. Uh, my iPad. I'm using it again, um, and for businessy things. Obviously, it's great. Obviously. Apple products are great if you want to cruise Facebook, and they're great if you want to log on to Pornhub and fucking jack off to uh, 4K videos. That's all fine and dandy, but the power that it has to create my my drawings, my my plot plans for work, fucking insane. Uh, I don't know why I wasn't doing it on the iPad sooner. I was doing it on my iPhone. But now that I can do it on the iPad and I'm figuring out how to even use it even more intricately. The software. Anyways, as I was rudely cut off there, you know, the software to use. I use a program called ArcSight. It's a it's a um, an AutoCAD thing, but it's more useful for I didn't like AutoCAD. AutoCAD was very weird to use. This one, the interface is a little bit better. I I I like it. Uh, it's a little bit. It's cheaper than AutoCAD. I think AutoCAD wants a hundred bucks. I think ArcSight is like seven bucks a month, and and they have the cloud feature which bumps you up to like fifteen, which might or uh, or like ten bucks, which takes you to what the price of um what the price of AutoCAD is. But you don't need. I don't need to get it because I just PDF the shit to myself. Airdrop the shit to myself And you know Voila I'm in business But What I really want to get to And I'm going to talk about this first half While I have the chance now to do it uh, We're going to talk about this Raider schedule And I'm going to pull up Because I can I can do that on this phone uh, Hopefully I don't get cut off again By some random phone call But let's, let's, let's run down This Raider schedule And how I feel I can tell you right now, we might be the first team in the NFL history to finish 8-8-1. But with that said, let's break down this Raiders season schedule. I got it right here. Where is it at? Where the fuck it at? Right here. So the Raiders. The Vegas Raiders of Las Vegas, the formerly of Oakland, formerly of LA. Let's break it down. Vegas Raiders 
And I'm gonna go to the game. I'm gonna. I, I don't know if I talked about that last week, but maybe I'll talk about it again. But let's get it. Let's get it. Let's start this right now. This this Vegas Raiders season schedule 2021. It's a big year for the Raiders because I think this is the year that Gruden needs to shine. Car needs to shine, and and pretty much Car does shine. But Gruden really needs to shine, and all these draft picks need to shine and come through. And we need to, we should get over the double-digit wins. We should. If not, we got some some issues going on. But before we even get that, here's my predicts. Week one is versus the Ravens, and I'm not sure if it's a Monday night football game. Our Sunday night football game. I know it's a prime time game because we are on at 5.15 p.m. Pacific time. So that's like 8 o'clock. So that's prime fucking time. Prime time game at home against the Baltimore Ravens. And what do I expect? I expect a win. A win against the Baltimore Ravens. How hard is that going to be? Incredibly difficult, especially if we got to contain Lamar Jackson. However, we are at home, and these fans are going to be rocking, bro. No way do we drop a goose egg. I don't. I just don't believe it because now I think we we kind of are at that point in the franchise where you know, like, not that we crossed over the hurdle, we got over the hump, or any of that thing, but. I just don't believe that we're going to lay a goose egg on our opening game in the new building in front of Las Vegas, uh, in front of, I don't know, 30, 40, 50,000 screaming fans uh, hanging on every play under the bright lights. I don't believe that the Raiders are going to put up a lot. I think we're going to hand. It's going to be a, it's going to be a game. I think it's going to be a good game. So I'm, a, I'm all in. I'm watching that shit. My, I'm I'm watching the fucking the chatter up to it, all of it, you know. So chalk that up, week one as a win. So let me do my because I didn't do it pre. I should have done it pre beforehand. So let's see. I'm gonna put week one W one as a W. Week two we got. We're at Pittsburgh. And this is we're gonna lose we're gonna lose here. And I'm gonna tell you why. Number one, because it's the Steelers. It's the old bitter rival. And I think we've I think we've beat them a couple of times recently. And and, and we shouldn't have. You know what I mean? It's one of those things we shouldn't have beat them. I, I think we're like I think Derek Carr has beat them like once or twice. And we had no business beating them. We had no business beating the Steelers. But I'm not sure if we beat the... But we, for whatever reason, we'd be beating the Steelers randomly. Of all fucking teams to randomly beat. We can't beat the Patriots. We fucking suck against the Colts. And that still continues. Uh, we couldn't beat the Chargers for a while. We couldn't beat... We can't. We couldn't beat Miami for a while. Uh, I, I know there was a fucking like a ten year streak there or fifteen year streak where we hadn't won against Miami in Miami since like the oh one season when we went to the Super Bowl, uh, and then that recently just that just recently went bye bye like two years ago or three years ago, and then and then we lost to them at home last year, obviously with the worst fucking twenty seconds of a Raider fan game I could ever imagine. But for whatever reason, we beat the fucking Steelers. Often-ish, we somehow put... I don't know. We play the Steelers very well. If we could play them all the time, we would have... We would be a lot better of a team, but we don't play them all the time. And for whatever reason, I always dread the Steelers because the fucking Steelers usually have a good defense. But we play them pretty good. I don't know why we match up well with them. Throughout the years, we always... And sometimes we win them. Sometimes... I, I'm, I'm pretty sure they're probably like, fuck the Raiders. 
we better not lose the and I and that's what I don't I can't look at the Steelers schedule because I'm not a Steelers fan. But yeah, I think it's a loss. I think it's a loss. I think because we beat the Ravens and because it's at Pittsburgh. I think the travel is going to be crazy. I think just randomly we're going to start one and one. Now I know I said we might finish eight eight and one. That's a poss- That's a high possibility. <laughs> but let's see where where am I? We're doing this live. Let's see. At week three, we play the Dolphins, and we're gonna crush the Dolphins this this go around. I don't think we're gonna crush them, but we're gonna beat them. And I'll tell you why because we're not fucking doing that same shit last year. They don't have Fitz Magic. I think they went all in on the kid, and. I think we can beat them. I don't know if they drafted. I don't know what the fuck they drafted. I think they drafted. But we should be able to beat them. We damn near had them last year with uh, a hobbled, a hobbled fucking um, Derek Carr. And I, like I said, they're probably the worst fucking 30 seconds of a finish of a game that you'd ever see in the NFL professional league. So I think I think we win there. So at this point we're two and one. Week three, two and one. Uh yeah, we're gonna beat my I just don't have any faith. The 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 horse in that division, the AFC, I think it's north, it is now is Buffalo. The the, the Patriots are low key second, or that they're probably high key second. Followed behind them might be the Dolphins. And in last place is definitely the Jets. Definitely the Jets. The last. But the Dolphins are not going to get over. I don't know if they can get over the Patriot hump. And I don't know if they're going to get over the the Buffalo Bill hump. The Buffalo Bill hump is a fucking big hump. Because the Buffalo Bills are scary good. They should win a Super Bowl within the next couple of years. And that's not... That's not... Um, if they don't win one within the next three, four, five years, something was going majorly wrong with that organization, which would be okay with me, but they should win one. They're that good of a team defensively, offensively. They should pull one out. They've been trending that way for a year, two, or three. So we're two, we're two and one in the week three. And week four is a special week because that's actually the day after my birthday. It's ten four. I thought it was ten three. But 10-4, we're, played, we're at the Chargers. And uh, it's a Monday, that is a Monday Night Football game. I, I'm going to preemptively put a W here. Because I feel as if... We've now seen Herbert a couple of times. We know what he can do. Our, hopefully our defense has gotten a little better. I believe we can sneak this win and go to three and one. I'm putting a lot of W's here, but you know, we'll see how this shakes out. Uh, that 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 week that week four could be a toss up. The week four could be a toss up either way. Um, they may stab us over there in L.A. I may go to that game. I may be at the Chargers. Raiders game solely because it's my birthday. If I if I have the extra wad wad of cash, I may go. I may. It's a it's a like a, I'm in the fucking ten to twenty five percent range of going. It's somewhere that low. I mean, it's just I like to go because it's my birthday. I I like to go, but I don't really care to be in the Charger Stadium, and I don't really care to be in uh, in Carson. I don't, and I'm, it's a Monday night football game. So what time? What fucking time am I getting home? You know, because I'm not gonna spend the night there. I'm gonna fucking drive home late as fuck. If the K, if I somehow end up out there, but and then this is all. Uh, this is all based on the fact that what's happening the following week and in a couple of other moves that are being made for myself. So I'm gonna put week four tentatively as a W. I could split that one. You know, a W or L. So I'm gonna put a split there. 
But in the week five, let's move on to week five. Week five, we got Chicago. And I'm I'm, I'm 75% sure, 80% sure now that I'm going to attend this game. Uh, 10-10, week five versus Chicago in Vegas. I may go. I really would have liked this week four at the Chargers to be in Vegas. At Vegas. I, that would have been a no-brainer. I wouldn't even bother with the Chicago game. But I don't really care to see the Dolphins on 926. Maybe I should look up that ticket. Maybe go a little bit before my birthday. Uh, but I really want... I. I'm. I don't know why I'm so interested, and I might. I might switch because the Chicago game is hell expensive. So maybe I'm gonna look at the Dolphins game. Uh, maybe uh, we'll see. We'll see what it do. But Chicago's interesting because they got defense. The return of Mac. You know, sneakily, if we start off three and one, we're due for a loss. Yeah, I gotta put. I'm gonna say week five is a loss against Chicago. Uh, I don't know who they're gonna have the young kid at quarterback. Maybe he's gonna come in and torch us. Week five is an L. Let's just put an L there. So at best, we're three and two. At worst, we are two and three. I, I think. In that in that stretch, but the Chicago game is interesting because I may, I may go to that one. I may, like I said, like I said, seventy five percent. But let me let me see this nine twenty six one. Let me see what this nine twenty six is doing. Let me see this Miami game. I didn't really even think about it because I was like, well, October. I usually like to go in October. I don't want to go week three. I don't really want to go to a Dolphin game to be honest with you. But I probably should go to that because I think we can win that one. And be hella good to see if we can win. I would li- like to see us win. Uh, but I'd like to see us beat the Chicago Bears too. I mean, it, I wish I wish this week four at the Chargers was in Vegas, man. That would be that would be the no-brainer game. I would go to that. Doesn't matter if we won or lost. It, I would just go just to fucking go because I would just I would take that weekend off. I would spend the fucking. The fifteen hundred or two thousand bucks is gonna cost to fucking stay there the weekend, you know. But moving on, so week week five tentatively, I'm gonna put Chicago is a loss. Week six, we're at the Broncos. That's an automatic W. An automatic W. Automatic. So at the best, at best, I mean, we might be four and two here. Could be three and three. Again, that's right about where I'm thinking. Maybe could, we very well could be an eight, eight, and one team. It just really depends. But week six is at the Broncos. Uh, unless they surprise everybody and they bring in Aaron Rodgers, and he comes and lights up the AFC West. Anything shy of that, it was still a win. Because the fucking Broncos just suck fucking dick. And hopefully, Vaughn Miller uh, ends up a Raider pretty soon. You know. I just... I have no love for the Broncos right now. They just... They suck ass. And we put a pounding on them with their defense and Drew Locke. Uh, twice last year. And I think we even the year before that, we beat them a time or two. Um... Yeah, so the Broncos, we're at the Broncos 10-17, but we should beat them there. Week 7 is interesting. Because it's the Philadelphia Eagles, but they're coming to us. But the Eagles have torched us in the past. Uh, The two or three or four times that we played them, they torched us. No, actually, the last time we did play them, when they went on their Super Bowl run, that was a close game. And they ended up eventually winning the Super Bowl. They had no business being close, but the other times they came into o- they came into Oakland with fucking uh, Matt Flynn or I don't know who the fucking came- or uh, Nick Foles and fucking torched us like seven touchdowns deep. They torched they torched us, and I think even the time before that they torched us again um, with Donovan Donovan McNabb way back. Week eight is a bye, but okay, but week seven. 
tentatively, let me just put because they torch us. I'm gonna put SL there, so that's a loss. Week eight is a bye week, so there ain't nothing going on there. And actually, that is my Cancun week. Magically, week eight. I'm going one, November one through six, and they're on the bye like that week before. So week nine, week nine is another interesting one. Because the last time we played the New York Giants, it was in Oakland and they benched uh, Eli Manning in favor of Geno Smith. That's what I recall the last time I remember. And we beat them up pretty good. Uh, but I, but we're going to travel to the East Coast and we barely beat the Jets on a Hail Mary the other time we were there and the Jets sucked. So... Do the Giants suck that much to where, you know, it's a long-ass fucking flight? Maybe we go out there during the bye week, and uh, that way we can get acclimated to the cold. Uh, But, boy, maybe we could put a beating on their quarterback. I'm going to just put, just because the New York Giants kind of suck, I'm going to put a W there. And I like the New York Giants, but they're quarterbackless. And I don't even know who they fucking got a receiver. I know there's Saquon Barkley. He might torch us. He might come for us. But I'll put that tentatively as a W. But that, that I'm, I don't even know. That should be a W. It should. Here's week 10. Moving on past the Giants. Week 10, we get the Kansas City Chiefs at home. And uh, I would say we're going to win that one because we're at home. We should win this one because we're at home. We sh- I'm going to say that we should win this one because we're at home. The fans are going to be rocking. You know, this is now our bitter rival. Rivalry is heating. Even though I don't really care much for the rivalry myself. As long as we shit all over the Chargers, I'll be. Able, I don't really care. Week eleven, it's another week we should win, but who knows? It's against the Bengals at home. Um, let me just put that tentatively also as a W because it's the Bengals. The Bengals suck. Uh, they're doing dumb, the dumbest shit ever. Week twelve. Week twelve. Let me go back to week 10, this Kansas City game. Um, there's a lot on the line against on that game. But I don't know if we can... I mean, that one... I'm, week 10, I'm going to put as a... Probably it's a flip of a coin. Whether or not we show up or not. So let me see. We've got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7. Might be 7 in 4 through week 11, which would be the Bengals. You know, it could be could be fucking six and five or whatever. <laughs> so, but we, I mean, at best case, I think we're seven and four. At best. So we've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. At best, we're seven and four through week 11. That, that's best. That, and that's, I, I think that's a fucking, a stretch. We're probably six and five. Week twelve, we're gonna put. I'm gonna put a big fat L there. At Dallas, Thanksgiving, Dallas, for whatever reason, the NFL is slobbing Jerry Jones's knob, and they, you know, that fucking card that they slipped through the fucking first down. We're probably gonna take a loss. I just, I just have a sneaky feeling we're gonna lose that game. Yeah. Fucking the Raiders might be full on turkey, but the Dallas Cowboys might not. I don't know. I don't know Dallas's uh, record on Thanksgiving. I know we played them on Thanksgiving a few years ago, and the Raiders lost. And this is a repeat. And who knows? We're probably the Raiders probably going to lose that one. Uh, I wasn't. I was. I'm mildly inter- interested in going to that game because the tickets are like 175. And I mean, mildly interested because I got my girlfriend's a Cowboy fan. And, you know, Cowboys are hot and blah, blah, blah. 
mildly interested. Mildly interested. Week 13 is where it gets interesting because we play the Washington football team, and I got that one as a W. We play them at home. They didn't fit Magic I, I, uh, with the defense, but who knows if he's going to last. I don't know who the backup quarterback is. Uh, the kid Haskins or Hopkins. No, Hopkins is on the Cardinals. I think it's Haskins. But the Washington football team might be a mess, and we might drive a nail in them. So I'm going to put a, a W there. Week 14 at Kansas City. That's an automatic loss. Um, the Raiders are going to have a hard time sweeping them for a while. So I just put the one at the home as a possible win. And the one at Kansas City is more, most likely a loss. That's week 14. I don't got to say much about the Chiefs. Week 15. I don't know why we keep playing the Browns in the Browns home. But we beat them the last time. They seem to have gotten a little mojo. Depends on Baker Mayfield. Depends on where we're at in the season. But I'm going to go with the loss here as well. Because they seem to have trended the white, the right way last year late in the season. And we trended the wrong way. And I don't think they're going to make that same mistake twice against us. So I'm going to tentatively give the, the Browns the win there. So there's two back-to-back losses. One to Kansas City, one to the Browns. Week 16 is an automatic win because we're playing the Broncos. It's an automatic win. Very automatic. Uh, so automatic that I don't even have to even explain to you again why they suck. They just suck. I think I think they're probably at the bottom of the division. Even though maybe the record might not... They're probably... They're heading to the, the bottom of the division. The Broncos are probably going to be right at the bottom of the barrel. I think this year, because if they don't get Aaron Rodgers for for whatever reason, that team is headed for like a three or four win year. That at the most, I, that's what I think. The Chargers are going to soak up. The Chargers for should sure, should get eight wins, maybe nine wins. We should get eight or nine wins, and the Chiefs are going to unless you tell me that Patrick Mahomes tears his ACL. You know, there's definitely double-digit wins. So who's left to fucking take all the losses? Be It'll be a toss-up between the Raiders and the Broncos. But I think the Broncos are a little bit more unstable with the quarterback. Uh, boy, it's another, this is another doozy. But week 17, we're at the Colts. I'm going to put a loss there because it's at the Colts. Um, and the Colts have abused us. For a while. Week 18. The Chargers come home. To Vegas. And that's a fat W. Because they should be out of it by then. And. We should. Probably be out of it too. But we should beat them because we're at home. And I and only give us that. Because we're at home. The fans. You know in the end of the season. Um. Maybe we got something to play for. Maybe we don't. But let me let me just do this. So we got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I I have us at ten and seven, at best. Ten and seven, at best. But I've got two games, which I put at a winner loss. I was week four and week ten, so we could possibly be eight and nine. Eight and nine, anywhere between eight and nine and ten and seven. That's where I'm predicted, and that's exactly what I said. We might be the first fucking team to go eight, eight and one. And that did I not say? And that's just if you go back and listen to this and fucking chalk it up. I've got the fifty-fifty game being week four and the fifty-fifty game being week ten against the Chiefs. It's the... Uh, I forget who's week four right off the top of... Oh, that's at the Chargers. Um, but those are two 50-50 games. I got us at, I got us at best at 10-7. and Double-digit wins is good. 
But it's still 10 and 7. It's pretty fucking barely above 500. 500 because they're not doing this. Uh, they added an extra game. There's 17 games now. They kind of make it so that way it doesn't end up as... You don't get no... You know what I mean? You don't get the an 8-8 eight and eight record. You're either 8 and 9 with the losing record. Maybe they're going to switch up the playoffs to where if you have a losing record, you can't get in. But yeah, I got us at 10 and 7 or 8 and 9. Doesn't sound too good right this second being 8 and 9. Again, another 8 year. But I mean, I could see that. The, the schedule is that crazy hard. And, um... But anything could happen, man. I mean, any we could catch momentum. Maybe, maybe we do end up eleven and six. I don't know. Maybe we end up at ten and seven and get into the playoffs, and then you know, turn this ship around. You know, we don't know. Maybe Mahomes fucking decides. I don't know. Fucking Kansas City sucks. Anything could happen. Maybe Andy Reid benches Mahomes for throwing too many picks. You know, we never know. I, I don't highly doubt it, but that's what I got. That's what I got. I mean, that's the, my Raider, my Raiders season predictions. And I gotta say, that's what I thought. I've even before I just looked at the schedule and I was just like, damn, at no point did we knock off like four or five wins. At no point, I was always like, we're gonna win a game or two, and then lose a game, and then win a game or two. Then lose two games and then win a game. So I, I think Raider fans gotta be okay with another. Maybe it's um, you know, maybe it's one of these things where we go like six and two at home, and you know, but on the road we suck. I mean, I like to get into the numbers of this shit. I like to see where we're at going forward, but I don't know, man. I don't see us doing much better than ten wins. Ten wins is a, is a fucking that'd be a good. That's a good season. I think Tom Coffin said it best. Ten wins is a hell of a season. Don't let anybody kid 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 you wrong. That's double digit wins. That's a fucking hell of a season. But it might not be enough, and it also just might fucking. That might be the best we're going to get. So, that's my predicts. 10 and 7, 8 and 9, 9 and 8. Something along those lines. I mean, I don't know what else to expect. But who knows, you know. But I guess as the preseason comes along, we'll find out. Watch, I'll watch that. I'll get a little bit more into detail. And then we'll get back to talking football. So, football season a couple months away. So, you know. I'm getting prepped for it. All right, I'm out. I'll get back with this Castlevania episode once I finish watching it all. All right, late. Yo, all right, all right. Uh, I'm back. So today is like Wednesday. It's about 4.30 in the afternoon. Uh, it's now the 19th or the 20th of May. Whatever fucking day it is. Um, yeah, and we're about to wrap wrap up this episode i just finished watching i binge watched castlevania season four last night well actually that's like because remember i said i started watching it i watched the first two or three episodes and i watched the last seven seven um i gotta say it was fucking good man story amazing graphics or the fucking animation amazing fucking character is amazing the sound quality amazing the the character is amazing uh the overall i mean this is a good season and i i don't know how much i can hype it up for you guys if you haven't watched it or you don't know i would highly recommend watching it 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 was that good i mean for what it was i'm just hoping that they continue like a fifth season, perhaps even you know, or start over a reboot. That this is movie. This was movie esque worthy. I really like. I I I hope they take Castlevania to the big screen. 
Um, and I want it done like this. I want a fucking trilogy out of it. Uh, it's hard to do. There'd be a, you have to trim out a lot of story, but I think, you know, I, this was what this was done good, man. I, I think the Netflix, the, their animation department, it, it, their animation department is really good. I mean, that's, they've got that one. They got Blood of Zeus. I think it's like the same company making them. They, they're making some good ass animes um, or animations or whatever you want to call it. Uh, but yeah, the fucking Castlevania was really good, man. So basically, what I was predicting was happening didn't actually happen. So Dracula, they don't they net they don't resurrect him to come back and save the day. They actually halt his uh, resurrection, but um, there is the everybody's vying for him, like he's. He created, like I said, he created a, va- a power vacuum. Camila steps in. And Camila ends up meeting a grisly fate. Hector comes. Or, uh. Is it Hector or Isaac? One of them two. I think it's Isaac. No, I think it's Hector. No, no, no. Hector's the one that got trapped with the vampires. So it's Isaac. Isaac comes and he fucks Camila's whole shit up. Uh, he fucking kills her. And that was a good, that was a good sequence, man. They they spared and spared no expense on that shit. Uh, Hector builds an army, but actually. No, Isaac. Isaac is... Oh, I keep I'm getting them confused, but okay. So... There's like... There, I, I don't know. There, it's kind of hard to t- explain. At the end of season three, Isaac is left wandering. And he wants revenge on everybody who killed Dracula. Um, and Hector gets enslaved by Camila's gang. Trevor and Lepi's fucking they're kind of on the run not they're not on, they're not on the run but they're handed in their business apart from everybody and uh, basically you know that all of them are separated but Isaac is he takes over a town and he has his night creatures. Or his night terrors, whatever you want, whatever you want to call them. He has them building like shit, not necessarily destroying. And they ask him, like, what, is, what you know, one of the night creatures asks him, What are you doing, Isaac? Like, what is our purpose? He's like, Well, you're a tool in you all you've known is violence and destruction. He's like, Well, that's why we're made. He's like, Well, what's if I told you you were made? To serve me, but my purpose has changed from just a constant fight to I want to build. I'm a builder. I was a I was a fighter under Dracula, being manipulated by the vampires. And Isaac is of the belief that Dracula should rest, so he's against the resurrection of Dracula. Hector is pro-resurrection of Dracula because he felt guilty for killing Dracula. Uh, and also, there there's several... Saint Germain... Saint Germain uh, gets tricked into resurrecting or trying to resurrect Dracula and he leads... several moving parts... To get to Alucard's or Dracula's former home where he was slain in the room. In Alucard's room. Uh, boy, oh boy. So basically, I mean, there's like... So ba- like I said, uh, Trevor and Lepis are fucking... No, it's not Lepis. It's uh, Cypher. Or Cypher. 
whatever whatever her name is. They're like in a constant battle. They're like the first two episodes of them are just fucking like fighting and fighting and fighting. Like I said, there's a power vacuum. Uh and they're like they're figuring out that they wanna resurrect people wanna bring back Dracula for numerous reasons. And uh Alucard at the at meanwhile is you know, he gets his service is called upon like, hey, come and help our city. He rolls out. Camilla and her gang uh, are out for world domination, and they won't stop at nothing. They she sends two of the sisters. Lenore stays behind. Two of the sisters are sent out to go fucking be the hammer, the hammer of the vampire legion, and they're getting fed up because. Camila has got him basically in an endless war, much like us. Like I said, once once they toppled Dracula, there was an endless an endless war ahead of them that they would never ever finish. They were just never going to finish. So that she needed Camila needed Hector to make the night creatures to replenish, and, not, and so that was so many vampires would not get killed. Um, so you know what I mean so she has him building a hammer and he's taking his sweet ass time all of that's going on and Isaac is like he's in communication and he wants to go and fucking kill Camilla as well so he he's like he sets out and he does he ends up fucking raiding uh, Camilla's castle, and that shit is dope, man. That that whole sequence leading up to it. Uh, he opens up a portal to their fucking home. And he just sends the floodgates of fucking the cre the night creatures. I think that's what they're called, night creatures. He just pours them onto fucking Camilla's castle, and just fucking they just start fucking decimating. The vampire troops and the human troops and everybody that's there, like, and they end up. He goes and finds Lenore imprisoned by Hector, and Isaac and Hector eventually chat, and Hector thinks he's gonna be fucking killed by Isaac, but that doesn't end up happening. But and I actually kind of, I kind that kind of makes a lot of sense because. He ends up freeing Isaac in a sense as he himself just naturally became free. And and Isaac's progression through he wanted to be terror to something else, to creation, to leaving a future versus the vampires keeping what they have stable for millennia. Uh, it makes a lot of sense his justification for it. So he ends up going and fucking... He tells Hector he's going to kill Camilla. Camilla, or Camilla. And basically, Isaac lets him, like... He's like, I already built a route to you of light. They can't, you know, just lead you straight to her. And that's what he does. He fucking goes right to... Right to fucking... Camilla's chambers and he just they score off like so many of those night creatures go in there and while most of them are ineffective they do land scratches here scratches there they do start landing a couple of hits here and there on her and eventually they weaken her down slightly just enough for Isaac to go and do battle and he's got his own night creatures fucking shit up you know helping him out so he's not you know Cause she's a vampire, she can move fast and teleport and do all this, all her tricks. But it, eventually, he gets uh, like three or four good shanks in on her. Like fucking, he weakens her to the point where she knows she's gonna lose to him, and there's no nobody coming to help her. And Camilla ends up taking her own life, and, and that whole sequence is G. Um, that shit is straight up G'd up. I was like, 
God damn, like, it's fucking brutal, you know? Anyways, uh, that's like the mid, mid-season climax, I think. Where Isaac, that battle between Isaac and Camilla is great. And then Isaac, I mean, that's kind of the end of his story, per se. He really, they don't really talk about, talk much about him after that fact. Which I was like, you know, they just, he was supposed to go build, but he still got a whole army behind him. And I know he's supposed to build, but I'm kind of wondering if, you know, looking ahead, if they're eventually going to go after Isaac for having the night creatures. Because, I mean, I don't think they can exist with humans. Or maybe he won't create any more of them. I don't know, like... That part of the story is up for interpretation. Uh, maybe, maybe he'll be in a season five. Like I said, there's there's a lot of things like still pending about the show that I'm like, well, I wonder, know what what's next. So that's one of them. Also, Hector's story is kind of he kind of answers. He says he's gonna write a book. He didn't say anything, but he's still a forge master. You know, so they didn't. But his story kind of ends there too. Well, actually, it continues a little bit, but he wants to stay with Lenore. And Lenore's a vampire, he's not. And he kind of imprisons her in the castle. But besides that, besides all that, um, Saint, Saint Germain, Saint Germain. Goes into he finds a way back into, or actually they kind of like do a uh, from season three he ends up in the infinite corridor. Uh, if you remember when they beat that boss, he ends up in the infinite corridor, and the infinite corridor is one doorway and it can lead you to hell. Or can lead you to a numerous places. It's a it's a portal to the multiverse. Uh, he lo- they go back into so he loses a fellow traveler like himself, a traveler. Uh, he, he loses somebody. He, he ends up being in love with another traveler, and she goes to the infinite quarter, and he doesn't, and then he ends up losing her there. So he's the whole time he's looking for a way back in. He gets a way in. He finds where more or less she would be. And he meets up with this girl there that or another being that tells him like, hey look, there's only one way to find her, and you know how to find her, but you're gonna have to do this, that, and the other thing. You're an alchemist. You're gonna have to perfect these spells, you're gonna have to do this. You know, the work isn't done, St. Germain. There's nothing more I can help you with. If you're not willing to do it, then just don't bother. If you're not willing to go all the way to get, to use the infinite corridor, to use death magic, then, you know, then that's that's it. But So St. Saint, Germain Saint does. Uh, there's a little bit of foreshadowing there because... She pretty much tells him you're going to have to kill all the people. And, the you know, death is, you know, pretty much to combine death is, you know. Th- there's a little bit of a foreshadowing there was going to happen in the, in the later in the, in the season or at the end, kind of. So... After Flashforts, he's now trying to get everybody in these villages, everybody to Dracula's castle where Alucard's at. He actually employs Alucard to get him there with all these people. And at the same time, he... uh, He employs other vampires to go and fucking kill these people. At Dracula's temple. Meanwhile, he's 
harvesting all the death magic into the spot where Alucard killed Dracula originally. So all of, all of this is going on. You got to watch from season one to understand. So you can't just fucking skip it like Rick and Morty. Um, because it's it's too complicated. Especially, like I'm saying, these episodes that I'm talking about, there's like fucking complex. But... Fucking... Getting towards the end... Everybody is at Drac where Dracula was his hometown at uh I don't know I don't know what the name of the town. Not Wallachia, but Taga Taga whatever it's called. Trevor and, and Saifa end up there. And they find that the city has been under siege by vampires for a cool minute. And basically... All the signs put it in being there and... They find some weapons hidden in their stash underneath the city and... Basically... They get warped to Dracula's castle through this big-ass mirror. This one of these other mirrors that Isaac had... And then you get to like the final battle. And it's Alucard, Trevor, and, and Cypher. And Greta. Versus like an army of vampires. Under the command of. Under the command of Saint Germain. And. They're trying to resurrect Dracula. Meanwhile. Alucard and all them are fighting off this this horde. But all the people that die, all their dead bodies are ending up in to to open up a spell to again to the infinite corridor to summon out to reach in and pull out Dracula and Dracula's wife. So all of that is going on. They eventually do get in there and open up, and, they, and you find out that these other. Vani, the this vampire, is also the same lady who was in the Infinite Quarter that told Saint Germain that he had to do all of this shit, which turns out to be death itself, the Grim Reaper. Uh, and he basically tells Saint Germain, like, look, if you don't summon Dracula out of hell with his wife and put them in a body. So that way he goes mad with rage and murders the whole world. I will kill you and you will never see the girl you love. And then at the same time, he tells him, like, look, he's been politicking from the beginning. Death was mad that they took Dracula away from them because Dracula was. He had positioned himself to push Dracula to that point of killing everybody. So I think that. I think even death was around since the beginning. I have to go back and watch season one and two. But he wanted death wanted Dracula because death feeds on the souls of the dead. That's how he eats. The more death there is, the better for death. He's not a vampire. He's not, but he feeds on death, uh, much like a vampire does, and. Basically, Dracula, he was upset that they took Dracula from So he wanted son, he wanted them to fucking bring back Dracula himself. He was the one more or less pushing all, pulling all the strings, kind of like Thanos, to get, to get it done. And they do briefly, momentarily do get it done. They eventually get Dracula and and his wife pulled into one body briefly before Trevor throws holy water and the fucking blade of destiny at them and fucking splits them and the souls go flying out into new bodies later in in the end of the the very last episode. There's nine episodes of actual shit and then the last episode is kind of like a wrap up, but the wrap up is pretty good too. Uh. Let me see. They at uh, Trevor Belmont ends up fighting death himself, and that that the 
death is cool. That that actually death is badass. The way they made him look with the crown of skull, uh, his crown is is a skulls, but it's it's a it's a crown of it's a skull crown. Uh, his sight is dope as fuck, and you know his presentation was really dope. I, I really like death. That was like, you know. They made that shit look cool. That was like it reminds me of like an old ass mystical uh like Harley Davidson type of death Grim Reaper look, Sons of Anarchy shit. But not not so cartoony, more realistic. Yeah, that shit it shit goes hard. Uh ends up they end up beating death and Trevor escapes through the infinite quarter once again. Or not he doesn't, but they use the infinite quarter once again. And all is right in Wallachia momentarily. And I skipped over a ton of shit, but I mean, I have to watch it again to really be able to give an in depth fucking review of Castlevania. But I mean, I can't go. I mean, the, the, the visuals of this fucking show are amazing, man. Fucking amazing. I I can't stress how good it fucking was, man. I thought I was like, damn, like, uh, you know what, like, the show, the show itself, I I gotta give it like an eight and a half, almost a nine out of a ten. It was that good. The story is is amazing. Uh, if you guys haven't not seen it, I would highly recommend seeing it. Uh, Dracula ends up coming back. He becomes Vlad. Which, if history serves me correct, then I don't know if they're going to go based off of the game or history. He becomes Vlad Tepes. And I think he's going to end up becoming Vlad the Impaler. Historically, if you don't know who Vlad the Impaler is, I mean, the motherfucker put motherfuckers on stakes in front of his castle, like, by the droves. Like, anybody was just getting put on the stake. Like for any fucking thing, and that was just a clear message to don't fuck with Vlad. If you don't know who Vlad the Impaler is, I mean, you should you should know, especially if you're into death and medieval and that kind of shit. So that he might become that, so he might become murderous again. I mean, who knows? I don't know how much vampire power he's gonna have, but now with the mother alive, and then also I don't know if they can swoon or sway. Alucard's position but you know I don't know what Trevor's position Trevor and in, in Cypher Cypher's pregnant with Trevor's kid uh, they got they're a little love story there now they're a, officially a thing um, you know I mean the the story the story through and through is good, man. Like I, I can't stress that enough. And even though I just kind of just breeze through what happened, you know, if you haven't watched it, go watch it, man. Uh, like I said, if you're a fan of vampires, the story is that good. Well, very well written. Uh, had me fucking thinking and critically fucking amassing shit in my head. Like the entire time I was watching it, and also it was it was enjoyable as well. It wasn't so deep into story that it was like boring, because there's plenty of action and plenty of heads being lopped off, limbs being lopped off, and fucking main characters dying and meeting grisly fates to keep you interested. And also, you know, it solved riddles that you were like, "Oh, what's gonna happen?" And then they, and then they showed what happened, and then they. There's definitive ended some things, and there's they left some things open. Oh my god, I don't know why I'm fucking yawning. It's like I'm like that's like I'm tired, but but you know what? But yeah, anyways. So Lenore ends up fucking committing suicide. Camilla commits suicide. The two other vampire scissors take off west, which I think they're heading. Towards like the Americas, perhaps, or just more west. 
kind of curious to see if they pop back up in another season. Uh, Isaac is still alive. Hector is still alive. Trevor, Alucard, Dracula, and the wife, Greta, Cypher are still alive. Most... It, it seemed like now is the age of man. Because they wiped out... Most of the vampire troops have been wiped out. Um... But then again, the Infinite Quarter exists. Who knows? They could just bring out whoever the fuck they want, whenever the fuck they want. They could reach and pull back Camille if they needed to. Uh, you know, so who knows what's going to happen going forward. But I, I think Castlevania, if he, I give it two thumbs up, man. Um, like I said, I started watching it and I couldn't stop. So I had to know how it ended. I just had to know. And I had to get over here and tell you guys that it was fucking amazing. Um, the fight scene, Alucard fucking shit up in the forest or whatever on the way from, I forget what city to back to Dracula's castle. Like, that shit was hard. Um, Alucard goes hard as well. I don't know who voices anybody, but they had great, they had a great voice voice characters for every fucking like literally every person um it, it like the, it's the show was done really well visually audibly the everything you know there's light humor in it there's dark humor there's action there's uh there's romance there's this there's that um I mean, overall, it was just good. So, I'm going to wrap up this episode. I don't know what we're going to talk about next week. But, I'm sure something will pop up between now and then. Maybe the the NBA playoffs. Who knows. But, with all that said. I'll catch you guys next week. Um, You know, we'll get this posted up here shortly. And, we'll get on to next week. We'll, We'll see what we're talking about next week. You know. There's a movie I want to watch, Cruella. Maybe we'll do that. I know that one comes out pretty soon. Um, maybe we'll get more into this Raider Raider talk. That that might be for a few few more episodes as the preseason gets underway. Uh, yeah, I don't know what I don't know what else is coming out, but I'm sure something will pop up. It always does. I always say like I don't know what we're doing next week, but. We end up doing some shit, so you know what it is. The assignment, I'm out. You know, I'll catch you guys next week. Later's. <laughs>